0: please consider leaving an honest review on Amazon so that others can decide if it's right for them. Again, thank you so much for reading. This book will make you dangerous. And now let's start
1: the show. Hey, this is Trip Lanier, host of The New Man. You're about to hear the audio taken from a video that I created, and it'll make a lot more sense if you can see the visuals that go along with what you're hearing. You can watch all of the videos by visiting thenewmanpodcast.com. I recently watched Dave Chappelle's comedy special, specifically the one called The Bird Revelation. Say whatever you want about Dave Chappelle, but he's a guy that inspires me because he's so bold in service of finding the truth. That said, if you get offended easily, don't watch it. One of the things he talked about in that comedy special was this idea of weak spirit. I don't want to ruin the bit that he was using to describe this, but he... he. uh He told this imaginary scenario that involved Louis C.K., the comedian Louis C.K. and Martin Luther King Jr. And he described what would happen if Martin Luther King Jr. had given up his dream. He had weak spirit, and he quit his life's work and backed out of the civil rights movement. And all of this, it's insane, but all of this was because of something that Louis C.K. did. Louis C.K. would be to blame for all of this. That's what made it ridiculous. It was a powerful way to illustrate what it means to have strength in the face of a challenge, And it helped me see that what has us give up on the things that strengthen us and really feed our soul, that's at the core of what it means to have weak spirit. And that's the part I want to address with you here. When we have weak spirit, we look for excuses to give up. We look for someone to blame. I'll give you an example from my own life. I was 13 years old. I just made the middle school football team, and I was spending my afternoons in the blazing Florida sun getting my ass handed to me. I had no interest in the game. I didn't watch it on TV. I had no heroes in the NFL. I didn't understand how plays worked. and This was because I just didn't care about football. I was only doing it because my good friends were doing it and I didn't want to get left out. Deep down, I loved playing guitar. I loved skateboarding. That's where I experienced flow and deep joy. Now, my mom, she didn't want me playing football. And so she devised a little scheme to get me to quit. I had broken my leg a few months earlier and I'd healed just fine, had some surgery, had some pens, all was good, all worked out. But she came to me, and she said that she'd spoken to the doctor, and he said that I couldn't play football, and I acted like I was really disappointed, but deep down, I was relieved. I might have, I might have put up a little bit of dust, but ultimately, I folded like a cheap tent. My dad noticed this, and being a detective, he made a few phone calls, and on his own, he found out that my mom wasn't quite telling the truth. He came to me and he said something like, look, if you want to quit football, then just quit. But you don't have to make excuses. That stung. like something. It was, it was like, bam, right in the chest. I could feel that truth deep down. Deep down, I knew I didn't want to play. But I was afraid to own the truth of that. I was afraid of being called a quitter. I was afraid of what others would say. I was, af- I was willing to sell myself out instead of being honest and simply saying, I don't want to play football. I tried it for a while and it's not for me. I love skateboarding, I love playing guitar, that's what lights me up, that's what I'm gonna do. That whole scenario that I just described to me describes weak spirit. There's a lot of moving parts here. It's me only doing something to impress my friends, it's me making excuses and blaming something outside of myself instead of being honest about what I wanted. And most troubling, what is truly weak spirit to me was my willingness to push aside the activities that invigorated me because I was afraid of being different from others. That's to be expected of a young person, but I see this a lot in grown men, too. There's lots of talk and spinning wheels, but little action, no risk-taking, no follow-through, but plenty of excuses and plenty of blaming. It's the guy that endlessly complains about his crappy marriage, but he doesn't do anything about it, or maybe it's about dating or getting in shape or writing a book or reinventing himself professionally. It's anything that's outside of his current level of certainty and comfort. When we have weak spirit, we let stuff get in the way of what we truly want. Perhaps we're afraid to be seen as a quitter when it's time to course correct. But what would be far more inspiring than putting on this act is to simply own that we just don't want this thing bad enough to do what's required. That admission may seem like defeat, but it's a great place to start because it pulls our attention away from excuses and into a place where we can take full responsibility. If we really believe our lack of progress is something else's, you know, or somebody else's fault, then we'll never be able to take the wheel for ourselves. So let's talk about how we can build a strong spirit. There's a paradox that comes with building deep desire or life force or spirit. It takes energy to create energy. We can't sit around and wait for it to show up, but that's what many, many folks are trying to do. They're waiting for the, quote, right time or the, quote, right opportunity. They're waiting for their partner to change. They're waiting for confidence to magically appear. That's just not going to happen because that change we're seeking, that life force, that comes from engagement. And engagement means taking risks, experimenting with things, and seeing what actually builds that fire over time. That process in and of itself requires life force. And as we engage, we're looking to build life force as we go. That's our indicator that whatever we're engaging, whether it's a relationship or a professional situation or whatever, is aligned with our deeper selves. Life force is our guidance system. but That doesn't mean it's all going to be rainbows and unicorns and thong bikinis. We're going to be challenged along the way. That's natural. And it's also the opportunity for us to test our choices. It's to test our grit to see if we really dug into this dream. We get to ask ourselves, Now that I'm fully engaged in this process and I'm feeling really challenged, do I want to keep going? Even though this is challenging, is it feeding me and making me stronger? Is this building my fire and my life force as I go? And if it's not, if it's depleting who we are, if it's making us less powerful and smaller, then it's time to challenge our reasons for continuing. Are we going to honor that life force or are we going to collapse into the imagined expectations of others? Are we going to own what we want or avoid losing face? And for that younger version of ourselves who's struggling in a game he never wanted to play, do you like this game enough to continue to get the shit beat out of you just so you can look good to others? Or are you going to have the guts to honor what truly feeds you and move on? If you want to take full advantage of all that The New Man has to offer, be sure to visit the newmanpodcast.com and grab the solutions I've created to help you play a bigger game align your profession with what you truly care about, and keep your relationships out of the ditch. It's all available at thenewmanpodcast.com. Thanks for listening.